Hey, what's going on, guys? And welcome to the 50 Bomb Podcast. Um, I'm not entirely sure what episode we're on. I don't know if you can kind of fill me in. This week, I did actually check. So I'm going to rely on Alex here to know what episode we're on. Take it away. I think I'm going to go with 54. Okay, just... I, I think that's a pretty good guess. We were, we, we were sitting down just before the show, working out kind of how, how many we've done since coming back. And it's got to be approaching like 20. Yeah, it's it can't be far off. Like we've been pretty consistent, you guys. And I, I go back to like the guy that said like when we were in like week two of coming back, who said like, "Oh, you won't make a month." And it's like here we are, we're still here, we're yeah. still we're still trying, we're still out here. But no, thank you guys for tuning in this week. Um, we've got a, a quite an interesting show this week. Obviously, um, there is an event this weekend, but it's not as much a CWL event. It's more, um, uh, I guess, like a semi-pro event, we're going to call it, um, which is being hosted by UMG. So we're going to discuss that. Uh, we've got some EU and NA talent at that event. Um, we're also going to discuss the... Um, the array of April Fools, we're actually going to start off with this story to, uh, to kick off the show, that have been going down across the game community, especially in the uh, obviously Call of Duty community. Uh, we're going to talk about some roster changes. Uh, we're going to do Know the Pro as well after April Fools, which is quite interesting. Last week's was quite interesting because a lot of people in stream didn't weren't able to guess the pro um but then in the youtube's comments it was like the flip side and everyone got it um and if i remember correctly alex you guessed proofy and i think a lot of people went along with you but um we'll wait and see we'll wait and see if it is actually him but um to kick things off um april fools alex what was your kind of favorite pick from the 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 array of april fools that we saw um this weekend um you know there were some good ones honestly think they were they were good but um some were weak some were very strong uh my favorite had to be the reddit announcement that uh they would be basically banning all optic fans in a sort of way i believe if you want to go ahead and click on that uh that link uh, i'll bring it up don't worry i'll bring it up so um yeah so basically it's just making fun of optic fans iq um obviously uh, they're the most, they have the most basis in Call of Duty for sure. They're a very strong fan base and everything, but they do kind of get rowdy. Obviously, if you have a big fan base, some of them are going to be bad. Um, some of them are going to be good. But for, you know, it's just kind of annoying at times, especially on the COD competitive subreddit. When they have an optic gaming subreddit, when they post things, like uh, for example, last week that we brought up, which we brought, we're, we brought up, we were meant to bring this up on stream actually. Go on. Um, that lethal and well, someone posted. Okay, there was a bracket that we, we keep on bringing up every week. Um, <laughs> we brought it up like three weeks in a row. It's like we're, we're yeah. struggling for content. What can we go back to? ESPN, let's do it. So, obviously, uh, Optic and Lethal, Optic Formal and Optic Lethal were there in the bracket. They were going up against uh, Dota players, Smash players, I'm pretty sure CSGO and League of Legends esports professionals. and everybody would vote on who would be their favorite, right? Uh, so basically who would win in the matchup and who would have more fans. In and Optic being Optic. Yeah, <laughs> and Optic being Optic. Someone posted on the subreddit as, as if they didn't need any more help. <laughs> you know what I mean? They post on that and they say, oh, support formal. Now that's warranted. This is a Call of Duty competitive subreddit. And go ahead and vote for lethal too. Uh, and it's like so, well I, you can kind of see where they're coming from but at the same time it's like I, I feel like the moderator should have stepped in and be like hang on he's not anything to do with COD I get it's optic but fair enough it didn't happen yeah. it's maybe us being a bit picky but um, there we go it's but, just one thing honestly that's a small thing there's tons of others and I'm sure you guys know that and if you're an optic fan you're not one of those guys I'm not talking about you so yeah. and yeah. this was my favorite post in general that's why I brought it up and had to I'm going to go to my favorite next, um, which was um, this post from Fox. Um, now, you have to kind of be a veteran of the Call of Duty scene um, following the COD Esports to kind of know what he's going on about. Um, he basically made a YouTube video announcing the, the CWL denial 420k LAN, uh, which was absolutely hysterical um, because um, I think like two years ago, uh, Robbie from Denial, when they were, you know, in... in 
the scene. Obviously, Ed Denaro ended up winning COD Champs uh, back in AW. Um, they announced that at some point they would do like a 50k LAN, um, and it obviously never happened. I don't think it ever will happen. Um, so as an April Fool's, Fox decided to go, hey, you know, I'm going to exploit this. And I love how he put the, the prize pool was 420 you know, 420 blazer, as a lot of people like to say. Um, so I found that co quite comedic. Um, yeah, that, that was definitely quite interesting. And, and just the comments especially were just just amazing. Like the, the, the one that he pinned was just amazing. Obviously, what console is it going to be on? And then Fox replies, Nintendo Wii. So yeah, I would have liked to see maybe on like the 3DS or like the, the Nintendo Switch. I'm, I'm not sure how that would have happened like if, if that's even possible um but yeah i thought that was quite an interesting one obviously let, let us know down below what you think yes 420 blaze it or 420 k is just it's just stupid um and then in terms of others that happened um i actually tweeted some of these out um so og did a rebrand um obviously i think last year's one was they made a cod announcement they they made a roster change of um i think they dropped i think they dropped formal because he was met he was going back to halo um, and they brought in Big Timer, which I thought was quite funny, and they did like a little skit out of it. Big Timer was basically a massive asshole, and it was like, all these players that suck, was, they need me. That was a good yeah. one, I, I actually watched it the other day, because like, it just I watched it it came into it. Too, yeah. it just, I just by my recommendations i was like i should watch this again <laughs> yeah exactly um so this was quite a funny one and i just love how like they actually put the uh the the color uh codes from photoshop on here as well which is quite amusing um this is really not game related this one was obviously related to infinite warfare uh where they basically changed all the game types to different things so i believe sweaty tryhards is uh, i presume team deathmatch um me to you, you got this. I, I, this is quite actually interesting. I don't know what some of these are. YOLO is search and destroy. Bro, do you even cap is CTF, I want to say. Has to be, maybe. Uh, it's the only one that makes sense to me. Um, Let's read the uplink one. Can you pick up um, the uplink one? Because I, I can't remember it, but if you just say it, I'll, I'll be like, oh, that's the one I knew. I think I, it, I, can, I can has ball. Yes, that's Maybe. the one. And then it's tag, tags, or it, tags or it didn't happen is kill confirmed. Um, noob Central. It's got to be Team Deathmatch, man. Yeah. That's the top one. Stay Off My Lawn yeah. is... <laughs> I'm thinking of Hardpoint. Lawn like as in like a hill. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all I'm really thinking of. Um, yeah, it's quite an interesting one. But either way, we, we thought we'd put this in at the start of the show. It was interesting to see kind of all the different April Fools. And obviously, if you guys missed it as well, it's just interesting um, because they're quite some funny one. Now, moving kind of back to OG, away from their amazing rebrand, their amazing new logo that obviously everyone's going to flock to buy new jerseys and stuff for. Um, they did something actually quite spectacular this week, um, which was win back-to-back-to-back uh, -to -back -to -back championships in different esports. And the question I posed to you, Alex, and I'm wondering if you guys can comment on it, is has this ever been done in esports before? So three titles, three weekends in a row, and in three different esports. Because I, oh, no. I can't think of any time I've ever heard. Like, the only, only uh, organization, for whatever reason I'm thinking of, is uh, Evil Geniuses. Um, but I don't yeah. think I, I, I even then I, I can't really pick out the two esports. I mean, three even esports that they would get teams with. I, I know a little bit about EG, but it would be like oh, it would be far from FPS esports such as CS:GO and Call of Duty. Um, it would have to be like obviously Dota two stuff like that. Um, I don't know, man. I, that's the only one I could think of. You have to kind of establish that if you're going to be talking about a team that can win three back-to-back -back tournaments with each team being different uh, games basically then it has to be someone who has a lot of money like an optic gaming or an eg yeah i really i feel like people would have been bringing this up if it's ever happened before mm. uh so uh, maybe this has been the first time honestly i doubt it because yeah. i mean i'm surprised it's not like i'm surprised it's not more like kind of news stories and like hype around it because it's quite impressive they've done it in obviously Ge gears of war this weekend halo the weekend before and then obviously call of duty the weekend before that which is you know pretty impressive they've done something like this before like one all on the same weekend something like that two of them at least 
you know, the, the, the three teams that they have uh, in, obviously, Halo, Gears of War, and the Call of Duty are so good right now. Um, I obviously don't know much about Halo or Years of War. Maybe they're really close in there. And honestly, it's kind of close with Optic and United right now. But, you know, they're the team winning. And each one of them won every single weekend. Yeah. That's a pretty big I'm, I remember uh, United, like, directly tweeting Optic as, a, as an organization and saying, um, like... Do you want to make this a real rivalry and get uh, a League of Legends team? Because this weekend, United actually tried to qualify for the NA LCS, but didn't get in, but still. So I thought that was quite interesting, but they, they didn't end up re responding to that. But um, I think, Alex, you brought up the fact that uh, across the three events, like they each representative roster played Envy and beat them. Yeah, and that's obviously every single one of those matchups. You know the casters and the analysts are saying oh this is a rivalry this is the e-class it's great it's great that it's it's carried over from call of duty to um all these other esports i think that's quite um quite cool um because obviously like their, their call of duty rivalry is like it goes down as one of the biggest like it's just absolutely massive um i don't think there really is in terms of like history a bigger rivalry between two orgs in call of duty uh i can't really think of one that comes to mind obviously like i know going back in like to the coal impact days but the, that that didn't that didn't really have longevity at all so yeah i don't know it's interesting but um moving forward anyway um from og you know a, an impressive achievement and we'll obviously have to wait if anyone can go on and repeat it or will og do it do it again like it'll be it, a long time it, it all comes I, it, it's a bit of luck isn't it because obviously it all comes down to scheduling yeah. and you know having the events you know all line up in a in a few weeks time so uh, we'll wait and see, but I think it's pretty impressive. Um, and obviously, you know, from coming from Call of Duty, I feel a, a, a little kind of cheer inside me, knowing that like like Phase as well, they've kind of come from Call of Duty as well and Envy, and like to see how amazing they're doing. Like you go back a couple of years when like Envy were had just bought like their CS team, which was massive news. Um, like and back then, Phase weren't in any other esports. Neither were Optic. And then just to think like how these big orgs have have uh, diverted and and expanded themselves into other esports is incredible. Um, and and they've done it successfully as well, which is amazing as well. But um, moving into Know the Pro. Um, so as as we talked about briefly at the start of the show, obviously last week was a bit of a tricky one for people on stream. Um, it was in fact study. Um, a few people were saying, I think Gunja Proofy study was mentioned. Um, well, I don't know if you were in the YouTube comments from last week, because I think everyone on uh, my YouTube at least um, got it right, which was amazing. Um, now this week's one is a little more interesting. Um, this is your clue. I'm intrigued about this one. Uh, now I'm gonna give a clue later in, in the show because I think this one is more difficult. Um, I'll wait and see if anyone can actually get it at all. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll give the clue later in the in, in the uh, show, I think, because this one I'm intrigued to see if anyone can get it without a clue. Um, and if they can't, then um, I will give you a clue as to helping you decide who it is. But I'd love to get your guys' uh, thoughts. Obviously, me and Alex love going through the YouTube comments and seeing what people have put. I, I know, especially in YouTube, there's going to be some interesting answers. So definitely leave your comments down below. Um, and obviously, we will or maybe we'll start um, even uh, highlighting them on YouTube and putting them on stream and, and showing you guys what people said last week. That might be quite an interesting thing we can put into the um, into the show as well. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to ask you this week, Alex, because I know you already know it, which is a bit annoying. Yeah. Um, yeah. I need to stop telling you it so I can I can kind of get you to guess. I, I don't know, man. I obviously can't say because you told me right from the get go. But... <laughs> I literally said I'm going for this player. I found a really good picture. Um, yeah. So I can't I can't even kind of like you know, ask you questions as to who you think it is. But obviously, let us know what you think down below. Um, genetics has said Ricky, which I think is actually... That's... I can see Ricky in that. Mm, okay, interesting. Okay. There's some interest. There's going to be some interesting answers. Uh, I, I think this is going to be one of the toughest weeks. You know, we've, we've upped our game from the likes of having, like, Felony and Tommy, which was, like, the easiest thing to guess on this planet. Um, so it'll be interesting to see... Um, how many people get it right this week? But um, moving onwards anyway, um, we want to kind of recap what happened earlier last week um, on Thursday when the 
uh, Global Pro League groups got announced. It was kind of annoying because like we were hoping they'd be announced on Monday because they hinted to it. Uh, it didn't end up getting announced um, and they ended up getting announced obviously Thursday so we kind of we did a kind of a bit of a predictions video uh, with linked into will it won't it as well uh, which we'll talk about a bit later as well but um, in, in terms of the global pro league um, obviously we have um, we now know the final groups um, what were your overall impressions um, of the groups like is there a pool that sticks out to you of being quite difficult Alex no um you know, everybody has their different opinion. I feel like this could be a video of itself. I'm pretty sure it's been brought up before in CSGO scene and in the CSGO scene and the Call of Duty scene possibly. But it's just like whatever you determine is the hardest group. And you could just go basic with it and say the best teams are all in this one group. So that means that or the most of the most skilled teams are on this one group. So it's the best. Or you could say that this team is like all even so it's really hard to pick but um honestly if i'm going with who's the strongest i'd say uh it has to be probably yeah it has to be yellow for me i think um that's the only one which like, which group is yellow oh okay i see it okay United, I, 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 I didn't think they, i didn't think, yeah millennium and epsilon i didn't think it'd be that's renamed but yeah okay interesting um now before I guess we go any further in terms of who is in what pool. Um, I'm definitely annoyed that Splice didn't get a number one seed. Um, I want to get your opinions though, because I don't want to be biased. I don't want to be like, start like a, a riot somewhere in the CWL offices. But I personally think they deserved it. They earned it. They played really well at Dallas. They beat a bunch of top teams. They placed top four. What are your thoughts on Splice not getting a top seed? I think the, it's fine um envious in my opinion they're they're on a little better if not the same skill as splice splice is a great team has the best in europe that is offered right now but it's just i don't know if they deserved the uh, first seed it's just um it's kind of harder for envious to come up uh in the 2ks and the tournaments in general with their seeding, obviously they're not number one seed. The fourth is going to have a harder time than the first or the second, obviously. Yeah. So I think that, you know, it's just because NA is more skilled. They've shown it in the past. We have to cater to that and you have to give them the reward for that. I do understand that EU's on the rise, but I feel like giving them a first seed in an international tournament when they haven't even gotten into the finals of any tournament in like infinite warfare the major events is kind of too much to ask for now i feel my, like it could, i feel like it could happen next year it could happen next year but we just have to see more from them yeah. and i get that we want an even playing field to start with for sure i want an even playing field internationally but i really would rather see envy over splice and splice for sure second in any group that they got and i feel like this red group is the best if we're just going to kind of give some context to the situation that happened uh, that we're talking about is uh, Envy is in a pool with Splice, Cloud9, and Mindfreak. Um, so, yeah, what were you going to say? I kind of pissed you off there. <laughs> <laughs> all, I, all I was going to say is, like, yeah, they didn't make finals, but neither did Envy and neither have FaZe. I think FaZe have I... been – they were in a final at CWO Paris, if you even count that. But mm -hmm. other than that, like, they are no different in my opinion. But in saying all this, right, hypothetically, let's go back. Let's switch Envy and Splice around and then have the same draw. They'd still end up like this because basically it would just be swapping Splice and Envy seed around and they still end up in the same pool. So no, I, I, for me. What do you mean? As Alex has frozen. He's literally frozen like that, which is too funny. Hopefully he'll come back in a second. I'm not sure if he's cut out or what. Um, but more to the point, um, I think if 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 even they'd been reversed and Splice had been given um, a number one seed, I still think that they would have... Are you good? Yeah. You you froze in the funniest position. You froze like this. Yeah, I saw that on the stream. <laughs> <laughs> Great content. Great um, content. But no, all I was saying is, I may be wrong, but I would have thought, like, surely if you reverse them, because um, 
and Splice, but I, Envy, Envy was Splice, they would have surely still been no. in the same pool because obviously they kept, yeah. they drafted the same. So actually, it doesn't really make much difference. I think. No, if, and and I get what you're saying. I I'm definitely not in the not saying that you just think they need to prove themselves more yeah but for sure envious has their own faults and any fourth seeded team has to have their own fault they're not in the top three they're possibly not getting into the finals most of the time so you know it's just envy is talking about them specifically or even lg or or any other team that's around the fifth through i mean fourth through seventh place or whatever in north america they're gonna have their faults but i do think on average, that team is going to put up a very good fight against Splice or they're going to beat them. And I'm just going for Envy uh, and LG. Um, teams like that, you know, it, it, it will get there eventually. I don't think that anybody, you know, there are some people that would say this, just my thoughts and my knowledge. I would not go with them being number one seed. And it, as you said, it would have turned out like this anyway. And I think Splice has a great opportunity to make it to the second or hell especially even first they have a great chance in this group if anything uh, the red group if anything like them being in envy's group it gives them the opportunity to prove themselves and prove that they are the the team to be in one of the top four seats so i guess it's in it's in splice's hands um so yeah i'm quite i'm quite you know i think they'll be quite happy with the pool they've got because like they'll know that they can they can match envy they'll know that um, they can go toe-to-toe with them. Um, I know they've had one series. I can't remember off the top of my head who won in that series. But having Cloud9, they'll be, I think, quite happy about. Um, Mind free. Yeah. It's, I mean, Cloud9, are, have they, like, got the potential to come out any better than the, the seed they've gone in with, do you reckon? I think it, it's such a difficult one because, again, I know I keep going back to it. I know I got, like, slated in one of my videos about it. Um, but, like, they haven't looked the same since Vegas, since the meta change. Um, someone did say that Assault and Lacewood, in terms of their slaying, was a bit better at Dallas, but it's yeah, nothing sure. like it was at Vegas. Um, and I go back to that because, like, if they're going to realistically challenge top two, I feel like they need to be, like, on that level. And it's just not going to happen because the meta's changed. You know, we've had so many different little changes here and there. You know, no Osa now. Um, you know, Hardpoint. At the, can you imagine when, at the start of the game when Hardpoint was just chaotic? And now there's actually some sort of logical spawn system and rotation. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's been a lot that's changed. Um, so, yeah, same question, really. Like, can they challenge Splice or Envy? I really, I really don't know. Um, they're here now, which is here now is of course the Call of Duty World League. Uh, their goal that they set out for, they had a great start, a bumpy road after that. But um, I think they they kind of collected themselves into what we thought this team could be, a team that could make upsets, uh, but not anything too crazy. Yeah. Obviously, Vegas was a almost godlike performance. Well, it was crazy definitely. because they they went from at Cod XP like knocking out OG the you know the team that was had had it all going for them in Black Ops 3 um and ended up getting like like a top 6 placement or something like that Cod XP to then carry the momentum into IW um and now I kind of I'm I'm kind of under the assumption or like impression that X is already looking forward to the next Call of Duty title being boots on the ground. I feel like he's already in the mindset of like I'm already in the next Call of Duty. Yeah, so, um, like yeah. I feel like a lot of pros are as well. Like a lot of pros that are haven't qualified, you know, the likes of the Echo Fox guys that I know have all now split up, uh, TK and so on and so forth like i feel like they're already like thinking about the next call of duty they're not even really thinking <laughs> no, about this year like one. i mean like where's parasite <laughs> i feel like we used to mention parasite like every single week like back um before we took a break with the show and now we we've literally not mentioned the dude like we've mentioned him maybe once or twice like yeah a world champion the same with killer mirror i mean proofy just today got announced that he's joined saw gaming like i don't know if that's well, under, uh, under players not, exactly so. yeah under under a streamer so like this dude that is um you know has so much history like back in like the early days of call of duty and it's just like it sucks really but yeah but it, like you know it's it's honestly if you want to give into a kind of metaphor it's like uh, a pro uh any sports athlete getting old because these guys are, are getting old. Um, they're not as skilled as they used to be. 
the reaction time is not as up, and this game requires like top reaction yeah, time. Yeah, it's it's definitely more chaotic than what we've seen with boots on the ground. Like going back to like Black Ops yeah. Two, it was, it was so structured and like there were set ways to push. You waited for your team. You, you there was so much teamwork involved. Whereas a lot of this Call of Duty is about pure gun skill, reaction times, you know, kind of them intrinsic plays just like if anything like muscle memory it's like you're just built into like all these hours of practice to just know what to do instantly in that split second um so yeah it, it's going to be interesting I, i'm i'm certainly looking forward um to next year and i i mean it's not a confirmed but obviously it does seem like it will be boots on the ground from the evidence that's presented itself um and yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. And I, I want to bring up a question about it. Um, actually, later in the show, we haven't put it in the schedule, but about you know whether these players will make a comeback. We'll, but we'll talk about that a bit later. Moving back to pools though, um, onto Group Blue, um, which is obviously led by Phase Rise, uh, Fnatic, and the Evil Geniuses. Obviously, taking that last spot, beating Ghost Crew at Dallas a couple of weeks ago. Um, I I when I looked at this pool again well e- even more so than in group red with splice and envy i think phaser will be really comfortable with this pool um with the way rise have been playing you know they, they had like a top 24 placement at cdl um paris um dallas wasn't much better it was like maybe top 16 um and obviously then eg only just scraping through um as like the last na qualifier who they'll be pretty happy against um uh, I'm not sure about Fnatic though, because we've seen Fnatic do upsets, um, but it's mainly been on, on the European side. So it's whether or not that can transition. Um, I think beating Phase is a massive ask. I think I think no, like if it comes down to predictions, everyone's predicting Phase. Um, but um, I guess a certain aspect of it of them being underdogs has to come into it. Like they're not going to have that much pressure. Yeah, I mean everybody always says that, but <laughs> honestly. Um... These are they look really hungry to win. They haven't won any major tournament. Yeah, they won PS6. Obviously, we all know that's not really a major tournament, but they beat some pretty good teams there at just the beginning of the game, uh, which isn't much to say. But they've proven themselves time and time again to be at least a top four team, and they're obviously third in the pro point standings. And that team all around is just hard hitters, man. Like I don't know why I said that, but Blazer. <laughs> um, <laughs> Placer is the kind of one that's lacking, in my opinion, at least oh, really? for me. And obviously, you have Zuma and Attachment and Nabel, man. Like, he is just something else for that team. He's the, the heart of the team, I feel like. It's almost and like, he, sorry to cut you off, since like the Magnified video MWG did for him, he's like, yeah, this is me. He, he's, he's realized like his journey, yeah. like, you know, coming from Halo, cross you know cross title champions the, his thumb if anyone doesn't know like effectively his thumb like cut it off from your joint and that is his thumb Something and like that, yeah. yeah like i mean i know it's not a massive um impediment in terms of like on the joystick he still has like half a thumb if you will so it's not it's not doom or gloom um but yeah it's just incredible his story and i feel like yeah oh sorry but you know clayster He's the main reason they can't beat Optic. I'm sorry to say that, but it's true. Um, and obviously, you do have Zoom in and Attach who sometimes slack off. And yeah, obviously, sometimes Enable's going to slack off. But most of the time, it's that AR battle between Formal and Clayster. And Clayster's not coming anywhere close. You know, it, it's just he's got to step it up. And I think he will. He has the, the drive to. But um, we're going to have to see it not even in this group because i honestly think they can beat all of these teams three to one at least or you know or at at most honestly but this team is easy for them but where they're gonna need to get more practice from is yeah get the practice from the team on, from these teams on land possibly if they're willing to but honestly, like, do a boot camp with, like, LG or Envy. I don't know if you want to do it against Optic, obviously. That's your rivalry. You don't want to give them all the info. They're the best team right now. But just you need to do something like that to get your skill up as a team. And they kind of run around in this weird way where they're not all on the same page. You listen to their call-outs, and it's just kind of obnoxious. Like, 
it's just really bad communication and bad coordination between the team. I'm obviously not a pro player, but it, it, I'm watching it and it doesn't make any sense to me. And you know, and it's it does, just it, 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 attach. They they just kind of sprint around all the time. They don't do that much anymore. Their gun skill is good enough to kind of break that, but you need to do more than that, man. You, you need to follow what Optic and E United are doing, and they're just not doing that. That's why they're not beating them. I mean, I guess it's kind of concerning. Not not that, like we know the end or and be all, but like obviously, if you're spotting mistakes and things they could be potentially doing, then obviously to them. Yeah, it, it's one of those things where there's there's cause for concern. But um, uh, I, I think they'll still be pretty happy, I think, with this group. Um, yeah, it's more, and yeah, honestly, like, it's more it could, a mentality it, thing against Optic yeah, and United. Yeah, exactly. Um, they, they, it, it could have been worse. They could have had Splice in there. They could have had Enigma 6 as the third seed. Um Mm-hmm. So I think they got probably one of the hardest fourth seeds though. I don't know what you think about that. I mean, you got my, Evil Geniuses, Mind Freak, Epsilon, Elevate. Um, fourth I, seed, hardest one. Yeah, yeah. I think e- e- but... EG have to kind of be there, um, despite obviously only just qualified in the last moments at Dallas. But yeah, um, it, it, it's going to be interesting. But I think Phase would be quite comfortable. Um, do Rise take? I mean, it's difficult with Rise with how they've been playing recently on LAN, especially. Um, do Rise kind of hold on to their second seed, do you reckon? Man, I think that this team can come back. They're very talented. You obviously have Looney, uh, Facento, who had an amazing game. I mean, every single time someone talks about Facento and they're an analyst, they're probably going to bring up uh, his performance at Vegas, which was just ridiculous yeah we, we said there and then like a lot of people did like he's never gonna play as it's like uh, yeah. c9 it's like the, the 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 player equivalent of c9 um in terms of the performance and it, it was by far why he got mvp and obviously why he led his team to victory so um yeah it was it was it was ridiculous and i'm gonna bring this up every single time i talk about rise uh but um the reason why if you guys missed it had to be the last one if not the the one before this one, I'm talking about the podcast episodes. The reason why I, I said once, uh, Rise, they're probably going to struggle. Um, they they had some issue uh, for a week. And I thought it was something big, like a, a family issue or an injury. I don't know. But I thought it was <laughs> something crazy. And all it was was Felony's internet was shit. <laughs> and that's that's literally keep- it. And I'm sorry, just if I brought this up and you've heard this before, but it's just too funny that this has happened and it needs to stop happening. Cause it's it reminds me, do you know who it reminds me of? Ooh, bro, go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, like, do you know, it reminds me of Sharp. I remember Sharp, like, used to, when he lived with his parents, have a lot of internet issues. And it was like, he would just be like, he'd be still playing. Like, he wasn't to this extent. Yeah. But, like, he'd just be, like, dropping, like, negative... 10 15 um and it and it didn't it, you just knew it did not that's what i loved about tk back in the day like it, it didn't represent them as a, on as a land team because you knew their online was atrocious you knew it was absolutely garbage because of the players they had on the team and it goes back to online call of duty um and that's why they changed yeah. it and obviously that affects 2ks or scrims and even then you know somebody's not gonna want to scream you if one of your players is skipping around i understand that if it's that bad, you know, you need to fix it. Maybe you want to get Fios. I don't know. It takes like a week. I really don't know the situation, man. But just tell your org owners who one of them, I guess, is a – yeah, he's a football player or well, former one. He's going to be able to say, okay, I'm going to give you some accommodation. You guys need to scrim before this tournament. It's just stuff like that. And I think that Rise is fine with it as long as maybe they're not getting DDoS. I don't know the, the situation. And obviously that makes sense. That's so happened to Optic in the past. But they fixed it. They went to the Optic House and scrim. Maybe they don't have the same kind of opportunity, but just at least make an effort and let us know, hey, I made an effort. It didn't happen. Felony is not the type to care really about the community uh, or what they think at all, and that's nice. That's a nice thing to have. But yeah, you know, it's just that's the one thing I have with Rise. But anyways, just kind of getting off of that. It was just a stupid topic i think that rise if they don't go into that sort of mentality where they're all getting really mad at each other and that happens with the team dude 
uh, that team has a lot of aggression towards each other. And if you know LG and how classic and slack act towards one another, at least a good majority they of the time, especially on load in effect, they, they are really mad at each other. And Aqua at one event, I don't know where I got this quote from. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was notable. I do know that it was somewhere, uh, someone who was near uh, Aqua. And I think it was had to be Looney. Now maybe felony. One of those I mean, two. If it was like if, if it was you the don't shut the fuck up. I'm gonna slap you in front of some shit, some shit like that. I'm gonna slap you right now. Because he was just like, Aqua, what are you doing? It, it was just kind of. Uh, so that's the kind of team that they are. But I do think if uh, obviously we've brought up this before, Vicenzo. He's had great leadership in the past. He can get this team together. And hell, even Looney can get this team together. This team has so much skill, man. Mm. And honestly, to just talk about this pool or blue group in general, Fnatic and EG, if this team comes out hot, and even what they should come out as, I don't think they have a chance. So I think this stays the same. But I think with with the consistency issues with Rise and and their their ability yeah, to potentially yeah to, their ability to potentially um, self implode and have communication issues and and get frustrated is is a door just waiting to open for Fnatic yeah. and EG. So um, yeah, I, I just want to bring something up quickly before we move on to the next poll. I just love how with the roster changes that you know Rise and um lg did with one another or is makes them both rising and elevate as well like just yeah it's just interesting to see how how they turned out um but yeah we'll we'll wait and see it's really in rise's hands with you look at them on paper they have the potential uh it's just it's basically it's in their own hands as to whether they they reach that potential or not but um, yeah i think well i'm sorry to say that they came out both at the same one i feel like rise is better they have a better chance. No, actually, no. It's you know what? It, yeah, it's an it's an equal. I'm gonna go back. I always it's, try to. It's difficult. It's yeah. Equal playing field for both of them. They yeah. both have the potential, but they're really not showing that they're Cause, top. Because obviously, the players that then left Rise and Looney to go to LG aren't. They've been around top six, but again, like they they haven't shown the the potential to go further. They're getting trumped by yeah. this this solidified kind of top four at the moment of like Envy, Phase, OG, United, and even you could throw Splice in there. Um, so. Uh, but moving on to Group Yellow, um, obviously led by United, uh, then followed by Luminosity, Millennium, and Epsilon. Um, this one's, I think, uh, an NA-dominated affair. <laughs> I feel like Millennium and Epsilon are just going to be kind of scrapping for that last place. Obviously, Epsilon being the last team to qualify from Europe. Uh, Millennium, if you don't know, is X-Infuse. So you've got like Marky B, Nolson, Moose, who is arguably up there as one of the best players in the game at the moment from EU um, and PT is who I'm forgetting um, so I think the odds are in their hands I, I'm, I'm, I'm I think this one's kind of like rudimentary I feel like this this group will end as it started um, I, I'd be surprised if it didn't end, end a different way or or if it, if it did end a different way even because um, you know Epsilon are, are clearly more superior to Millennium but then I think LG are then more superior to Millennium and then I think United are more superior to Luminosity. Um, do you disagree? Yeah. No, I, I agree, but I, I'll give you this, man. Um, LG. Well, actually, we'll start off with United. Alex's United famous predictions. Sure. Number one in this poll. Now, I'm not going to give any weird prediction. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, Epsilon are coming first. I I'm believe in Josh. It's all Josh. I'm going to give you some hope. You, uh, not United fans. EU fans. <laughs> okay. um, all right, so you got United no team is going to win a series off of them. If any, it's going to be LG, I think. Um, but even then, this kind of brings into what I'm going to talk about. LG, they need to get their sh- Their S&D is so, so bad. They won so many respawns, dude. Which is weird, Dallas, but considering the players you have on this team. S&D is none. Well, they've probably won a couple, but it's just obsolete. Like It doesn't matter. So honestly, if LG doesn't work on that, I would love to watch their streams, see if they're winning any S&D tournaments or just kind of getting the ball rolling on how you play S&D as a team um, in Infinite Warfare. Obviously, these guys have played it in the past, but this team is not good at S&D right now. And that's the number one kind of 
hold that Millennium have. They were a good team. We've seen them perform well in the past. This was obviously infused. They had some great placements. Uh, can they be LG? If LG doesn't get their shit together, then I, they have a good chance. It's likely that it won't happen, but it's more of a chance than um, a, a pretty good amount of the matchups that are happening in this pool. Uh, I mean, in other polls and this one. So, uh, man, um, that's pretty much it that I, that I have for the hope. Um, Epsilon definitely can't do mm. anything. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like Epsilon should just literally concentrate on facing Millennium and beating Millennium because, yeah, as we know, yeah, for the next season. Yeah, because obviously, the, ultimately, it's, it's a bit different in pool play, where obviously, if you come last, you go forward to the relegation tournament, whereas if you come top three, you are going to playoffs. Um, so, is it top three, or is it top two? I can't actually remember. It's top three. No, top two is going to playoffs. Yeah, and, and then third that third is just that that um, holding spot, where you just, yeah. you're, it's kind of like, yeah, you're still in the league, but you're not going to playoffs, which kind of sucks. But yeah, it make, makes sense. But yeah, I think... EU are going to struggle in this pool, um, definitely against sure. two of the better number one and two seeds. So it's going to be tricky. But what is going to be quite interesting, I think, is Group Green, which is a weird thing to say. Um, I think I think we can straight away just say that OG are, are very happy with this pool, getting the easier of the two European number two seeds in their pool. Um, and then, I mean, I feel like Red Reserves pro points placing doesn't really represent where they are in the grand scheme of things i still think that like on their day like fanatic millennium um even maybe elevate can go up against them very easily i think it's just because obviously early on uh, the likes of joe and urban got good points uh, and they've got sean and niall i think there as well um kind of is why they've got the pro points they've got but i feel like they're going to get heavily contested by especially e e6 um and elevate um but yeah og surely aren't going to be contended at all unless like e6 are going to pull out some miraculous pool play like they, they did back at um i think it was vegas mm, yeah it was vegas they had a really good pool um they had decent ones in the past obviously one that was like zero and or maybe one and four. I, they've had some bad ones, some good ones, but E6 as a team, I think, will um, really do well in this pool. Obviously, they're not going to be adopted gaming. I feel like they'll give them a run for the money. Money, I don't know what's money, <laughs> but I uh, go. They'll go three one uh, against Optic. I'm not going to go into every single one, but I really do think that. Uh, Maybe I don't remember this roster. Obviously, it's very different. But this Elevate, well, uh, Red Reserve, are they not at least slightly better than Elevate EU? I know I talked to you about. I don't know if we brought this I, up. I think, I think we did think bring it up last week. It's like um, it, it's tricky. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Red Reserve got what I think top six at Dallas. Um, I just think like. Then what did Elevate EU get? Uh, not very well, like top 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I just think like, I just know with the players that you've got on some of these other e European rosters. Yes, I know it's only Elevate they've got to worry about. Um, Just, I don't know. It, I, I, I'm, I'm almost like kind of, I don't know. I'm a bit like confused and happy because you look at this roster and paper. I'm like, how are they the seed when you look at some of the other teams, but it's whatever they're doing is working. Um, I think I need to watch a few more of their scrims. Um, but I, I knew coming into it, Shawnee, obviously, um, coming of age, very talented player. He used to be up there as one of the best before the age um, uh, 18 plus came in. Um, then you've got Urban and Joe on, obviously, that team. Joe, obviously, coming second at COD XP. Urban, obviously, formerly on Infused, um, which had a, a really good international performance. So these players have, have got to a point where they have the experience. Um and they're, they're a very kind of calm collective group of players. They're very very calm. Um, exactly. They're not they're not like Reedy, who is is going to be mm -hmm. like blaring across the the stage from Elevate. Uh, <laughs> not at all. Um, they are, and you know it's it's working for them. So just yeah, but I think yeah E six is gonna is gonna come hunting for their spot. Um, yeah, I feel um, like that is the that is the threat because Optic. I think we can we can both agree are just kind of like are going to cruise through this pool. So, you you, you know, I'm saying that LVEU 
are bad. Uh, not bad, but I'm saying that they they maybe won't do well in this pool. And they, I the reason why I didn't say why I did say they would do well, they wouldn't do well. Goddamn, in uh, Dallas is because this team has a lot of anger, as we talked about. Like I don't know what the communication was like. I wish that we could get some footage on YouTube up of or someone had footage on YouTube up of Elevate EU. Um, maybe communicating, see what they had going wrong, what the body language was like, what the tone was like between the teammates at that event because they were doing bad. And all those players, at least three of them, have bad attitudes, that being Reedy, Watson, and Rated. So it's just kind of bringing them into this even bigger, the the biggest moment they've had so far, no doubt about it, in honestly maybe Call of Duty history because this is like an international league Mm. And they're going up against Optic Gaming and E6. Oh, forget about Optic Gaming. It just, just, it's a, no, no, it's, no, yeah, it's but a like, three team. It's just kind of the, oh, well, we're not going to win that. Yeah. You know, that kind of shit. So, okay. you. I don't know if they have a chance. So I'm going to say that they're dead last. Yeah. Uh, all, of, all I'm going to say, just to end it out, because I know we've, we've gone on uh, about this for quite a while now, is that I, I think that Elevate EU have got a better chance of obviously beating Red Reserve than Enigma 6 because obviously they're both European teams. They know the play style. They know the players. Um, but yeah, I, I think the, the mounting is, is is quite a steep one to climb. Um, we'll wait and see. I mean, there's, there's two series to play. So if they can, even if they lose the first series, if they can learn what they did wrong and what the other team is, is doing and, and, you know, counter that, then... You know, there's going to be so mm. much like that goes into it in terms of like in between the two series because they know they're playing each other twice and they know yeah. a month in advance who they're playing, so they'll be watching each other's streams like we talked about last week. All right, I think that's that's enough. Yeah, um, we'll move, we'll move on. Um, so anyway, uh, in terms of up and coming events, uh, one of the last things we want to talk about this week, uh, before we dive into ro- roster, a few roster changes, nothing um too significant, and obviously going back to know the pro, um, so there is obviously a European event coming up, uh, not this week, the following week, which is CWL Birmingham, which is basically at I sixty, um. It's like the lot. It's really insignificant because obviously the uh, the teams are already basically solidified. Well, they are solidified even for uh, the Global Pro League. It's more an event for teams outside of that. Um, I'll be interested to see how many uh, CWL teams actually attend it. I know there's still like 50k on the line, which is a, a considerable amount. Um, but we wanted to talk a little bit about UMG because UMG have. Um, uh, an, uh, an event coming up this weekend and an event announced um, for later this year in Orlando. Um, we'll talk about the one that's coming up this weekend. Um, can you pronounce the name of this? Because I have no idea how to pronounce this name. Salute uh, Saint Marie. I probably. I just... think it has to be either Saint Marie or some French. Yeah, I don't. Know. It, it's Canadian, but like spelled Canadian. French. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's um, weird. Okay. But any, anywho, Saint Marie. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, it's coming up this weekend. It's a 10k event. I know that uh, there's got, there's some European casters going over, and obviously some NA casters um, that are going over, like Fox. Um, but yeah, it's just like a 10k event. Um, it's not the biggest thing in the world, but still, it's going to be quite good. I don't think that, I think it's meant to be like a, a an amateur semi-pro event because I don't think any uh CWL teams are attending it more to the point as well it's only 10k so it's not really worth flying out for you think yeah. how much flights are going to be and you're only going to take home like 5k of that 10k um so yeah it's very much a, an amateur event um then later in the year um umg orlando announced um but not under the CWL banner just another 10k event 32 teams max um what do you make of like the direction kind of see the way i've taken with umg and umg's own direction because it's it's they're kind of in what happened to mlg yeah um that's true i definitely think though that this team well team gives <laughs> got the talk about teams for like an hour straight but uh this organization this tournament organizer umg um they have shown that they can run a tournament but most of the time it was a really bad run tournament stream wise and uh kind of tournament organized organizer wise or whatever just tournament play was kind of bad and um i think that they lost a lot of money um looking back to i believe umg orlando 
that they have planned out or some event in Florida over the summer. Uh, they definitely lost a lot of money on that because a tornado hit and it, obviously they don't want people flying in. So it was a loss for them there. Uh, they definitely didn't make any money off of sponsors or anything like that. So uh, it's kind of a hit. And obviously that's not even the biggest thing. Um, they maybe aren't making money. Obviously it takes a lot more than just running a tournament. If you think about it, you have teams coming in. Sure, they give you like $150, something like that. That's a good amount, honestly. It is. Uh, for a team pass or player pass or whatever. But honestly, if you're making that money back, you're just making it over that threshold, at least through my knowledge and what I've heard. So honestly, like it's just running a smaller tournament, you make more money because you aren't putting out all this kind of stuff. I don't know. Honestly, probably not. But losing $10,000, and honestly, they could make it back if it isn't a 32-team max. Maybe 32-team max is just a threshold for that, which is UMG Orlando. That's the one that – the 10K, the, the new one that they're going to have after the Canada event. So this $10,000 event gets a lot of Canadian amateur and semi-pro players to come over there, which it probably will. I think they'll, they'll make a good amount. And obviously that $10,000 isn't coming all out of their pos- pocket possibly. It's coming from the UMG website. It's coming from the sponsors and all of that. And they already have all the equipment, all the monitors, and well, yeah, all the PS4 because they had events in the past. So I really don't know why they're not making money. Um, well, they're not throwing big events. And honestly, maybe the CWL doesn't want them because they haven't run good events in the past. I That's all I can think of. Yeah, I haven't really got much else to add to it. I think obviously like it's worth mentioning as well the fact that obviously with with MLG and where they're at now, like they are the NA hosters, providers, whatever. And obviously with EU, it's a bit different because you've got multiple kind of outlets. Um, but yeah, I think with 10K, they'll, they'll, they'll comfortably kind of make a profit and they'll kind of get back into the LAN events, which they were notoriously known for. Because you think if 32 teams attend, that's even if it's like $100 per ticket, which it won't be, it'll be like 250. That's like 32 yeah 32,000 really if i'm not mistaken doing the math it has to be something like that yeah. i'm trying to actually no would it be no i don't know not. no 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 it wouldn't be math's way off there way way, way off but either way yeah, they're gonna have sponsors 10k is like nothing probably to them um but besides that as well um they've actually kind of it, it's, it's weird they've taken like a similar route that mlg did after obviously losing the deal with the cwl and going over to esl um diving into kind of other esports um you know they did halo they did the cs uh, major and umg have done a similar event uh, a route even by actually announcing that they, they'll be hosting a halo lan um yeah. so they're again just trying to kind of take on business from other aspects and other esports and obviously i know that they've got their studio i know landon um is currently working with them at the studio although i haven't really seen too much come out of that recently um i know we talked prior to the going live about the 2v2 um kind of bus that's going around america as well which is pretty exciting um and obviously as well umg online which we talked about a couple shows back now um has rebranded as well so they're obviously trying to do all this in efforts to kind of stimulate kind of um you know views and basically be you know relevant again because i feel like they they've they've really become um extinct um due to kind of delving away from call of duty obviously with the cwl pro point uh game battle matches you know that's that's taking business away from them as well so um yeah it's probably been quite a rough time um but obviously all the stuff they're doing now hopefully we'll get them back in gear but obviously we wanted to bring this up because there is an event this weekend definitely tune into it um it'll be interesting to see if there's any uh there may be some players that go but i don't think there's any teams as such going um and then obviously we'll look forward to the umg orlando event um later which is just a shame that it's like not like at least like 100k that we're used to because like you know, 10,000, that's like less than UMG used to put on back in like Black Ops 2. That Back then it used yeah. to be like 20K, but I can understand if they're only limiting it to 32 teams, it's not like a full 168 or whatever team bracket. Fair enough. So, yeah. We'll wait, we'll wait and see what it is like this weekend and then we'll kind of feed back. And obviously if you, you guys check it out, obviously let us know what you think as well. You, you can obviously tweet us. Um, 
So yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see, you know, because we haven't really had any other events outside of the CWL because of obviously what's been going on. So um, yeah, but swiftly moving on, last topic um, before we go back to uh, Know the Pro and then end out this week's show. Um, just talking about some roster changes, really. Um, so obviously, um, with Millennium picking up the roster they did, um, they've lost their French roster for anyone that kind of follows the French team they had. Had the likes of Carbon that is actually... Um, Gutaga's brother just a fun fact there um, so they've moved on to a different roster now um, I think we've officially have uh, a ro roster for iGame I know that there was a bunch of different things that happened but we now officially have a roster which I think is like Desire Brain Wee Man and Quicker if I'm not mistaken yeah. that's the European yeah. that's the European team that just missed out on qualifying uh, similar to like the Gosu crew that have like split up um, and then there was a couple other things Panda made uh, roster changes Fastball and Profit have gone after they didn't obviously qualify Most Wanted have made changes as well involving the likes of Breezy um, go for it okay so I have now some rumors um, honestly that being one uh, it is or two no, I'll just say one because one of them isn't really that confirmed. But TK is scrimming with Mochilla in place of, I believe, Coltran. So I heard about this rumor. Thank you for bringing it up. Um, so that is really, really nice. Um, yeah, I mean, I there's no better than scrims. There's but... a lot of players that played in the CWL last year that are in this no man's land, and 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 like we said last week, they've got to get their shit together and sort of rust out really quickly because you know time is money like they need to be practicing they need to be on their grind right now um and not kind of waiting about um yeah. so yeah but we'll wait and see what happens and develops i think especially in na the race for who has the the top pro points is definitely going to be interesting yeah i think that uh this kind of setup is good uh we do see that who's skilled should be at the top I don't think, especially with EG, with how many fans that they have in general on that team because of Havoc and Study and Nameless and, yeah, and Nagafen. Like, them being there, it actually solidifies the CWL to have, you know, in my opinion, at least for North America, everybody's going to be like, oh, these are all the teams that should be there. And for the majority of EU, it's for that case too. Um but honestly, I think that they did a really good job. Now that we're kind of in the spot, and I don't know if we brought this up before, but just to kind of end off the show, I think the CWL did a great job organizing this whole entire system that we now have. And I feel like it could improve. There is some spots, but it's honestly really good. So moving forward, it will be more smooth. We won't be confused. Obviously, they won't change it because we all like it. It did bring it into a, a good format and we do see all these teams and all these groups that are very even so i, I just want to give a big up to the cwl all those guys over there working especially merc and pocket and all, all those guys at mlg like uh, it just goes on and on they they brought structure they brought a lot yeah, of structure, structure and it's made it so that teams know when they can and can't make roster changes which is really good now um i've realized we forgot will it won't it this week so i'm going to kind of we're going to try and roll through this really quickly in the last kind of five minutes of this show um because we try and keep it roughly to an hour but i know sometimes we go for like an hour and 15 but yeah we'll try not to so Firstly, will it won't it then one more thing i want to talk about so this week's will it won't it is 100 thieves bringing back a COD team um, because obviously Nate Shot basically tweeted 100 Thieves, watch this space, coming back. Very quickly, Alex, do you think it, it will or won't happen and why? I think it, mm, it will happen. <laughs> I'll just say this because Nate Shot has said that he's coming back for the next moves on the ground Call of Duty and this looks like it's going to be Honestly, they're going to shoot for a classic boost in the ground Call of Duty. So that's what he likes. He's going to come back. Honestly, it's going to be for one event. And but if you want to go ahead it, but and it's gonna... it, they're bringing it back. Nate yeah. Shot is on 100 Thieves for Call of Duty World of, well, World of War World War II. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we had this conversation while we were making the show, Dog, and I was I was adamant it wasn't going to happen. I was like, it's just going to be like a clothing line because apparently that's like the origins of Hunter Thieves. Um, but then Alex said that to me, and I was like, this makes so much sense. So I think not in IW, but I think definitely watch Hunter Thieves at the start of um, 
the next Call of Duty, what if it is called World War Two, whatever it's called, um, because it, it's definitely if he comes back, it's definitely going to happen. It's definitely going to be under Hundred Thieves. It makes sense. He's not going to go. He can't go back to Optic, um, and, and he's not going to join another organization, especially if he's he's bringing Hundred Thieves back as a clothing line for now. So, yeah, most definitely. So we both think it will happen, but not till uh, the start of the next Call of Duty title. Bearing in mind it being boots to the ground. Let us know, obviously, what you think down in the chat um, or on in the YouTube comments. Um, or you can tweet us, obviously, at Tommy underscore esports or SNFPS. Now, the last thing I wanted to talk about really quickly, we're, we're doing so well here, um, is um, players making a comeback in a boots on the ground game. Again, a brief answer. To keep it nice and short, I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot here. Obviously, let us know down as well. What do you think? There's a bunch of players that are super excited for a boots on the ground game and think they're going to make a comeback. Do you think it will actually happen with the likes of Parasite, Killer, Aches, Michilla, you know, TK, Neslo? The list goes on and on and on. I'll hand it over to Alex first. Well, for that to happen, um, I really have to think of the big top teams, at least the the sixth through eighth teams in North America and just other kind of things. Uh, basically the mid tier people that are down to make a roster change. And they're like, wow, this guy just jumps all over the place. He's, he's like, I don't even know. Oh, Nagafin. <laughs> oh yeah. We need to get rid of Nagafin. Oh, who do we pick up? Uh, we're not going to go for Killa. Uh, we're not going to go for Pierce. He's too mean. Uh, um, I really don't know. So I'm going to go with, yeah, maybe one or two of them come back. But honestly, any of them making it to the top, uh, the, the top teams right now, they could all do well in a boost in the ground game. They have the fundamentals of Call of Duty. Just yeah. get rid of the jumping. They know that. We know that. They're professionals. They'll get used to it. Yeah. I honestly think it won't happen. Any of the old uh, players coming back and doing well, like Proofy and stuff like that, Maybe they'll get to top eight, but they definitely won't ever get to winning. Especially as they've been kind of out the cycle. I mean, they, they, for so they, long. they they've they've not felt that winning feeling for so long. It's like it's become like non-existent. So, um, yeah, I can only echo really what you say, but I do think to a certain extent there will be some players that are called jetpackers that will go down, and there'll be players that are better on a boots at ground that will yeah. go up. But then there's 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 like a, a middle background I think of players that can do both. Would you not agree? And it's honestly, good. the only way that they're going to get to the top is one of them become a captain. Or just of a team like Aixes right now for Cloud9. Yeah. And they're the worst player, but they have the most knowledge on spawns yeah. and stuff like that. And I mean, look at the top teams. You know, you've got OG, for example, who three fourths have come from originally playing boots on the ground. You look at the likes of Enoch, well, Enoch, we don't really know, um, but the likes of Envy, JCap, um, Slash has been around for a bit. Um, Apathy. Faye, yeah, Apathy has been around for a long time. You know, Phase, you've got Clayster. Um, attacks came into it during uh, Ghost, Ghost, I believe. Yeah. So and and Zuma kind of at the same time. And Enable obviously was in it prior to Jetpacks as well. Came before that from Halo. So yeah, it's will be some teams that struggle. But hey, yeah, it's gonna be not a... doing that good on boots in the yeah. ground anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not doing good on Jetpack games anyway. Yeah, it's gonna be a massive massive shift, I think, um, for some players. But for for them grand scheme of things i don't think there's going to be a massive like you know all of a sudden killer's going to go from you know not being in the pro league to winning championships so um, but that all being said guys um we're going to finish it out with obviously you know the pro this week's clue is on your screen um sorry again as i say every week if you're listening on itunes i apologize um the best way i can describe you is it's a white male with brown slash black hair i don't know if that's that black I don't know. Like it's it. so pixelated, right? My clue, though, I said I was going to give a clue because no one... Um, well, we've had someone that's guessed it, but I feel like we haven't had enough interaction yet. So my clue is that this is um, a pro player... Well, yeah, a, a pro player that now wears glasses. That's it. That's a clue. That's all you're getting. I was going to go with another clue, but I decided to go with that one. So that's all you're getting, but... Um, with that all being said and done, um, it is time to end this week's show. Um, shout out to Dan, who has just woken up in uh, New Zealand <laughs> to tune in to us 
finishing out the show. I'm so sorry. Um, but obviously, as always, guys, it'll be up on YouTube um, and on iTunes uh, the following day on Tuesday. Um, if you haven't already, go ahead and follow the stream, uh, twitch.tv slash the 50 bomb. It means a lot. If you guys can chill, chill out with us, uh, an hour-long show every week on a Monday, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern or 11 p.m. BST. Um, it's just it's just a good fun. Um, yeah. Aches without the acne, <laughs> says Genetics in regards to Know the Pro. Interesting. That is very interesting. Um, but anyway, Alex, I'm going to throw it to you um, to kind of round out the show, uh, and then I will end. Thanks for watching, guys. Um, we just had eight viewers on the stream. If you want to go ahead and support us. Like and a watch personal it. record. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Especially for the end, because, well... Uh, the 50 bomb is the url so obviously twitch.tv slash the 50 bomb go over there give it a follow set up your notification and when we go live you'll know or hell even follow us on twitter and if you don't want to know that just remember monday at 6 p.m eastern 11 p.m pmt join us if, if you if watch it, if it helps if it helps you can get a tattoo of it just a suggestion yeah. you know i'm not sure if your parents would agree but it's just a suggestion you could get it tattooed on your body so you never forget. But no, I do understand there are people on YouTube and on Twitch that don't have accounts and can't be bothered to make one slash don't want to. I understand that. I used to be one of those people like a few years back with YouTube. So um, I totally get it. Um, but thank you so much for all the support recently, guys. Uh, as always, any constructive criticism or anything, um, leave it down below in the Twitch chat or the YouTube comments. Or you can feel free to always t tweet us. If you have any suggestions for the show, anything you'd like us to talk about, you can tweet us as well. We're so open um, to whatever you guys want us to talk about. Um, so definitely, definitely, definitely tweet at us, especially if like there's something big that we forget or miss. Um, you know, give us shit for it because we shouldn't be missing it. So thank you so much, guys. Uh, it is episode 54. Um, so next week we'll be back with episode 55. Um, same time, same place. Thank you so much, guys. Have a lovely evening, morning, daytime, whatever you're at. Um, and good night from us.